brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the GHMA Spotlight. I am James Lau Jr. I'm sure the other two will come in, but I'm on a strict schedule, so I'm starting it now, the stream now, um, because I have to go at a certain time. So I'm going to get the show started, and you guys can be here with us. Thank you for joining us. I'll do all the church announcements before they come in. Um, hello, happy Sunday. Uh, we had a full soap block this week, uh, so thank, thank, thank God. Um, Earlier today, we interviewed Courtney Hope, and Courtney Hope was good. Okay, so on Wine Army Spotlight, we interviewed her, and so for you guys out there, you're going to think, who's that? She actually is the girlfriend of Chad Duell, who plays um, uh, Michael on General Hospital. So that's what she talks about her boyfriend, which is Chad Duell. And Lacrisa's here. Um, so it's going to um, and so she told us about Chad. They've been together almost five years. Um, she's playing Sally Spectra on YNR. She was Sally Spectra on Bone the Beautiful. <clears throat> she shares two very interesting things that she's never shared anywhere else with us. So that's out now. Why don't I mean Spotlight? Courtney Hope out there now. We have Bone Beautiful Spotlight. Uh, me, um, Amanda Russ, and Tammy Govea talked about the craziness of Bold and the Beautiful. Uh, it's happening. It's been crazy for the whole year and last year. And we talk about that. That's out right now, too. Bold and Spotlight out now. And daytime today now is right now. It's a little snippets. There's an episode out right now. I just, I just posted it like five minutes ago. You can check that out on all social media platforms. And now we're here on GH right now. Lucretia Lyon is here. It's only one. Frank might come in at some point. Um, but I have to start with <laughs> Lucretia this time, so I'm happy to have her back. Um, hello, everybody in the chat room. Lakeisha, so overall, how have you been liking GH? Because we haven't had you in a few weeks. We're, we're glad. Welcome back. How have you been liking GH? Yeah, like for the most part, I'm really enjoying a lot of it. I mean, that is, so ever since they came back, they've really corrected course on a lot of stuff. And, and this week, we kind of saw the culmination of the Nina's daughter thing, which, I mean, it's been years for some of us. So, so yeah, I mean, it was a little clunky, I will say, but I think, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that probably went into that. Like I think Kim Delaney's availability. I mean, I kind of saw like why it had to be, and I'm glad that we're just fine there. 
Yeah, finally. I mean, there's there's some, there's some good drama in there. There's some good stuff in there. So the performances were good. It just said, yeah, we, yeah. Got, we, got, we got a bunch to dissect from there. Oh, and here comes Frank Moran. Here he is. You're already, you're already on the air. You're already on the air. Hello. Love it. <laughs> Hi, Frank. Hey, guys. Lucretia, welcome back. Yeah. How are you doing, Frank? That's what I said. Welcome back. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Uh, just enduring a terrible week at GH. Oh, <laughs> that's why I love Frank, is he always has something to say. Yeah, that's, that's the opposite yeah, yeah. of often what I say. <laughs> That they go, they go, yay, Frank. They go, yay, Frank. Welcome back, Lucretia. Mm-hmm. Yes, the mm-hmm. gang is all together. So, um, and I was just mentioning that I talked to Courtney Hope this morning, uh, Frank on YNR, whose real life boyfriend is Chad Duell on General mm-hmm. Hospital, Frank Michael. So, it's been there five years. So, and she's not dead, she's still alive. So, oh, nice, it'll be good. You know, I guess his real life girlfriend survived compared to his on screen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no joke there, folks. No joke there, of course. <laughs> Um, yes. Um, so, well, then, what do you think overall this week, Frank? Was your this week, Frank? <laughs> Those first three days were so rough. Like it, it's like they decided, like, hey, let's put every storyline that's terrible all together in one in three episodes in a row. Oh, it was that was a that was a rough start to the week. <laughs> You didn't. You, so you liked when they had the whole everybody gets a text message, or no, a notification yeah. on the phone. It was oh. like it was like is this COVID nineteen? <laughs> it's an article about about Franco. Like, that was kind of dumb, but I did it. It was kind of it made for dramatic pause. So I was thinking, who's getting everybody? What's I'm like? What's going on? Well, I'm surprised so many people have notifications on their phone, but I know people who do. So I'm like, you know, that was at least believable in the way that most of these people would sort of want to be plugged in and it's peter's paper okay like like yeah um we'll go with that like there are some things that they've done this week that i heard a lot of complaints about about not being believable i'm like i don't know i mean i know plenty of people who have the notifications on their phone and would be like huh I mean, you know, when Kobe died, like, I mean, most of us got a notification from one of the news outlets, true, like, big things, and and in their little world, that is a big thing. Nice pussy, Lucretia. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. She's letting herself be known, huh? <laughs> I know. I love it. I love it. I love animals. Oh, you come oh, join us, girl. You come join us. They might say, welcome back, Lucretia. They like, they like, I know, Lucretia's been gone for us. She's been busy living life. Yeah. On here. Uh, so we're glad to have her back. Um, okay, so yes. So I thought that that time, yeah, I remember, yeah, when Kobe did, he, we all got a we yeah. notification. That's why we all got a notification for that. So that was kind of interesting. But I thought they had it for dramatic effect, but I thought it was kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah. Franco. But it led to some good scenes, though, later. <laughs> I will say Thursday and Friday, I was all in. I was like, that's why Alexis, I was all in. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, but I want to talk about one thing before we get to anything else, because it was an epic. It's epic, 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 epic. I think Lucretia understands why I think this is epic. <laughs> Michael Lee Knight, Kim Delaney. Yes. I mean, like, it's, I mean, you understand because if you don't know longtime soap stuff, some of, you, I know some of you guys don't, and some of you guys do, it was completely a real live, like, iconic thing. Um, Jenny and Tad were big in the 80s on AMC as brother and sister. With Darnell Williams as Jesse, and it was a huge thing. And she died yeah. on that jet ski. 
Yeah, the jet ski explosion. I was, you know, too young or not even born. I'm trying to remember what year that was. But all I knew going into, like, watching all my children is, like, everybody talked about that moment in talking about that show. And they would replay that on, like, specials and things like that. Uh, it's because you're one of the greatest moments of, well, I mean, sadly, one of the greatest moments of television, daytime TV, sadly. Um, and that's like you do location shoots and stuff. Um, but yeah. she died on, she married and they had money. And, and they, she died on a jet ski. Um, and now, and she hadn't been on daytime since. Think about it, she's not been on daytime since. And that was the 80s, kids. I want to say 84, 85. It was, it was uh, whatever year that was. But it was not since then. So to have them even run into, I mean, the, the whole thing was just wonderful. So what do you guys, what do you guys think? Certainly, having uh, those you know those two uh, iconic actors slash characters you know kind of meeting together again uh, on uh, GH, they, you know, there was always a wonder was like how are they going to make it and not make it seem like just deliberate and cheesy. Yeah, this at least had a a reason to happen, so it it was smooth. I agree with that, Frank. Yeah, I, I liked that it didn't seem out of place. There was, uh, you know, he's a lawyer, she's a reporter, like. We had a reason he came to her with with an idea, and I liked that it involved Valentine, and not just because Valentine is my Valentine. <laughs> yes, I've seen the mugs and may have purchased them, uh, but yeah, it it was nice that that we have this all my children connection because you know with the spinoff coming hopefully to prime time here soon, there is this resurgence and it's bringing back that nostalgia, and it's nice when they nod to things like that. I agree. I mean, they did it with Valentine and, you know, and, yeah, and the whole Chandler thing. It was, yes. it was very interesting. So, I mean, you know, I, I agree with Frank. I'm always worried. I don't mind a wink. I want to wink at it, but I don't want to be so cheese. Um, on Bold and the Beautiful, Don Diamant used to play a character on Young and the Restless. Mm-hmm. And when the character switched over, when they had a crossover last week, he talks about generosity. He's like, well, I might go there one day. You know, but now he's going back there as his new character. So it's been very interesting after after like twenty years of it. So it's been very interesting. Yeah. But the wink was so it it made sense. It was kind of light. It was like okay, we all know, but it wasn't super awkward. And we've seen those winks, and it was like oh, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, not good either. Yeah. But, that, but I agree. So this was this was really good. But I want to mention that first before anything else to talk about because I thought that was just a great. Thank you, GH. People on channel were asking us, do you think they have new writers or something <laughs> like this? Like they're 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 just taking care of business now. Well- how do I say this? I don't think it's new writers. I think because it is sort of, the, you know, ever since I came back, it's been refreshed. They're sort of working things out. But I do feel like like they understand the complaints and that this would have been time for them to already have wrapped up some of this stuff. But because of, you know, the break and the shuffling and, and people being available, they've had to do. And I feel like they're just finally to a point where they're getting in their groove where they can fix these things. Because it does seem like the, you know, the same sort of structure, just, they're just trying to wrap stuff up, which I think we can all appreciate. And I felt like there were several things that were sort of thrown in last minute, though. I will say that, like the, like the Alexis incident, it felt out of left field. And, and there's a few other things that I've seen that I don't think were in the cards initially when they wrote out the outline. Do you think, Frank, that they're just, they're just, they're just because of the break we had, because of the pandemic, COVID break? They had time to really think about stuff and maybe write better. I don't, you know, I'm just the fact that we had some small movement on some storylines was good. I mean, I feel like you just start seeing hopefully the the window starting to open on the let's get Peter storyline. It's uh, you know it's starting to raise up a crack with the whole 
uh, Britt and uh, Peter argument this week. So I was like, all right, let's start seeing something happen. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just as bored as we are with these storylines. They, <laughs> so they're like, all right, let's get, let's get rid of these guys. Let's see what's next. That could be it too. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. I, I just feel like that possibly like the pandemic, some of these stories would have wrapped up anyway by now if they were normal, if there was a normal time. It's just time. It's, and we all agree it's time to, it's time to shut them down. Like, we, 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 we all, that's the one thing we all agree on. In the chat room, guys, we all agree on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, it's, but so I want to get into actually the, I call it Peter, Franco, Britt, Jason, Dante, Sam, uh, Elizabeth. I mean, now Alexis is in there. Curtis was there to see everything. I, I will say, see, now it's, is it me? Or are they not finally defining Peter as a bad person? Are, you, are they finally making him bad? Yeah. What's going on? yeah. I feel like they're finally realizing, because this is what I'll say, is they almost switched the Peter and Valentine roles where Peter was the one who seemed a little bit like he could go either way. Now we've sort of seen Valentine step up and, and develop relationships. Peter really is isolated to Maxie. And he really never took off with anybody but Anna either. I mean, and Lulu. And, and that's nice. One thing I will give this story is at least Maxie and Peter seem to mention Lulu and think about that and, and you know Dante of course but it's one of those things that I think they tr- really tried to redeem Peter but it just never really worked like time and time again it would start and stop and there's no going back sometimes especially for people with this particular character so if we're going to keep him around let him be the bad guy and I feel like they're finally leaning into that and to me I'm fine with that. Like, let him be the sleazy sort of, you know, bad guy that's running the paper. And that's what they did with Todd. I mean, and obviously Peter's a far cry from Roger Howard's Todd. But it, it, it's it's one of those things that I see and I'm like, okay, if we, we're going to have him around, that can be his role. And that's something I think we'd all accept. Mo- most people's problem with Peter is the starting and stopping. Is he good? Is he bad? Like, why are we doing this? They say a desperate Peter is a dangerous Peter. So, Frank, do you think that actually, because Britt saw a side of him, didn't she? She mm-hmm. saw a side to him. And I think, do you think she's now kind of like, everybody's right? I would think so. I mean, I, I think like, I, yeah, I can agree with the chat room. A desperate P- Peter is a dangerous Peter. But I also think you want to also add a stupid Peter. Because I feel like every time he's tried to do something to kind of get himself out of a potential jam, it's just ended up eventually just throwing more, you know, light on him. So, so whether it's like, hey, let's let's frame, uh, you know, uh, Obrecht, let's frame yeah. Sam, you know, let's. Uh, oh, I'm gonna set up Franco to get killed, and Andre Maddox. Oh, wait, I have to go save them, and that seems like a whole weird story that I have to explain now. Yeah. So now with this, like the whole Todd stuff. I mean, I mean the, I'm sorry, the Franco, <laughs> Franco. <laughs> yeah. Franco stuff yeah, is. I, you know, I don't know why he, you know, his own paranoia makes him do these dumb moves. And I, I just don't, like, this publishing the story just yeah. has brought up too many questions. So it just. And I liked like- Britt pointing that out. I like that Britt is the smart one in this. And she was sort of testing him when she left that information just to see. And, yeah. and I like that she was like, you know, I don't trust my mom. So I don't want to turn on my brother if this isn't true, but let me see. And so I like that she has been played as this smart person because look at who her parents are. I mean, as she said, two world, I'm the daughter of two world-class criminals. Of course I'm going to get around this. Yeah. 
I know I love I loved I loved when when he when he was when he said you're I love your star I love you but you do not want to get in I'm like oh yeah okay there now there's something you know how much I just hate the character everybody knows how much I like yeah him, how much I hate Peter but at that moment I was like oh I can get into this because now you're different. yeah I actually like the bad Peter like I'm like that that's the character that I'm like look I mean <laughs> he's gonna be here so if that's the route they're going I feel like that works for me. I too trying to save his trying to save that little piece of white picket fence family, mm-hmm. trying to eliminate all his enemies, all his distraction enemies, enemies. And and I love when Oprah was like, "So uh, you told him you were hearing voices?" Like she was like, mm, "Yeah, bitch." I hate Why that Franco. That? Was... Like Franco, come on! Like, like she was like, "What the f?" That's what she was looking like. That's her face was like, "Hello." <laughs> I kind of thought that maybe he was doing that to lay the groundwork for Ulbricht when that happened, but no, I'm like, oh no, they're really making Franco a dum-dum here. Yeah. It's like, why? <laughs> yeah. And Rose was like, what? It's like, what? Of course he's after. <laughs> but the Dante thing was really cool because everybody's like, why did Dante come in there to protect Franco? Yeah. And, and that was really weird, though, how obsessed they were. When Dante was a cop, He's a heroic character. So to me, if we didn't know he was programmed, why would we think anything else? He saw someone being attacked and he jumped in to save them. That's what Dante would do for anyone. That's that's true. Yeah. Frank, Frank, you think that? Yeah, I mean, mean, yeah. Well, as soon as, (laughs) when you have Sam, I already lose interest when Sam starts kind of questioning. (laughs) I love you, Frank. (laughs) It was, mm-hmm. it was so. It was, the whole thing was when Alexis started looking at that syringe. I'm yeah. like, something's going. Oh yeah. They <laughs> showed like ten times. I was like, this is so weird. Like it, it's like, and it, and that was one of those things. That I, I mean, I think most everyone was shocked. Like I give them credit because we're just like, what the f just happened? Like. Yeah, yeah I no, was but, genuinely expecting the Dante twist in there. I, I mean, I thought, oh, she's going to try to kill Franco, mm-hmm. and that'll be it. But no, getting Dante getting injected. I was like, oh, all right. And to see if that does anything with the programming, I'd be curious to see. You're all, all right. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're like, oh, great. No. Um, you know, I was, I was, no, I was shocked too. No, I was, <laughs> it was great. He got stabbed. It's great. No, I, no, I don't. No, I wasn't sure. I mean, that was a twist I didn't see coming either. But, but it kept showing the syringe. I'm going, why keep showing? I'm like, it's going to inject herself. It's going to put alcohol in it. It was, just, it was just a weird <laughs> directing choice. Yeah. That's what it was. This is a weird drug. It's like, okay, now I look at it. Yeah, now, I was like, is she gonna do this drug? Yeah, right, yeah exactly. <laughs> see, now now I see what they're doing. They're going, audience, we're gonna use this in a second. Audience, we're gonna use this in a second. Audience, and then again, they're reminding us that yeah. the screens will come into play at some point. That's what it was. I realize that now. Um, 
But wait, I was what? with you, James, because I thought that <laughs> I did think like, oh, if we really upping this alcoholic storyline where she just starts. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> just right no. That's what I thought, Frank. I, thought I, was I, I know, I thought so too. <laughs> sure, okay, I'll take it. That's fine, sure. Um, I was like, oh, she's going to take one from Dr. Finn. Yeah, I like it with the needle. I with mean, the needle. But see, here's the thing. So faster, here's but... the thing. The whole crazy part was everyone keeps dropping on Jason. I'm like, I'm, I'm so over that. I never thought I'd be defending him. But I'm, I'm over that. I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, Frank yeah. went to him. He just kind of went, okay, whatever you say. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't tried anything. Like, he's not trying to kill Franco. It's like, but, but Franco went to him and now Sam got mad at him and Liz was still mad. I'm like, oh my God. I, I will say, I, I loved Liz being mad at him. I know I wasn't here last week to champion yes. that. I loved Liz like basically boxing Jason with her words and those bitch faces that I love so much. Like yes. so good. Becky Hurst was the queen there. Like yeah. everything about that was good. But one thing I love about Jason, and to me, Steve Burton seems in a really good place with the character too. You can just tell. is like, he's very much like, I didn't agree to that. Like I'm, he just t- lets everybody else do the talking and he just kind of goes about it. And he doesn't make it like, oh, I, I mean, I would kill Franco. Yeah, I don't like him. If he does something, okay. But I'm, but I'm not saying yes. Like he wouldn't incriminate himself. And I think they know him enough. But that was what was funny to me because Franco's even trying to protect Jason. He's like, no, I want like in, in writing dad, like, so Jake doesn't lose two dads. Like, I like that Franco is seemingly rational, even the joke about the people on social media, but you two are saner than they are. Like that, that was a funny line from Liz, you know, kind of going with the fandom sometimes, but yeah. I like the way that most everyone's being portrayed in this story, including Jason. And it's kind of refreshing, especially because I like him with Brit and how that's all kind of coming together. I like him with Brit. Yeah. I, I mean, I just feel like it's every, like Elizabeth scenes a lot or just everybody coming and yelling at Liz. Just about like, what's going on? Ah, why could you do this with Franco? So it was a nice change of pace to have uh, her actually say that to Nicholas, like, Hey, hold on. You know, this person that I love is dying. And there's actually, we could take a moment to realize, like, yes, whatever potential dangers might Franco might possess, also Liz truly does love him. And so, you know, can we just take a second just to reflect that, hey, Liz needs a moment to be like, hey, I can lose this person I really love. So it was nice to see Nicholas Beer for that moment. Yeah, because to me, that was always a friendship that was true and genuine until like the whole affair and everything sort of after that. It's nice to see them kind of coming back together after everything. And that Nicholas was the one to take the beat and be like, you know, yes, I'm sorry. And even Ava was mature enough to be like, yeah, she needs a friend. It's okay. Like, you know, if you see Frank, let me know. Like, No, I I like that, that we could have Ava and Nicholas just we could get rid of that whole jealousy subplot yeah. about you know, Liz and Franco and just have them be, let, let them know that they're there for their other friends. So that was cool. Yeah, that was, that was, that was good. But that storyline, so, and then Alexis drunk, <laughs> raccoon eyed, because she's been crying or whatever. And against uh, Sam, murdering herself, like, I turned my mother in. No, there are other people <laughs> that saw this. Sam, it's not just you. Yeah, they could have done that. Like, but you know, Sam, this is again any woman Jax has ever been, you can put back to always thinking about themselves, as we'll probably get into later. Jax has a type. And like that thing about Sam, it's like, yeah, like Alexis did need to 
pay some consequences uh, because she's in this downward spiral, but it didn't necessarily have to be you. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Ugh, that's so crazy. So yes, so she stabs Dante. And you have it. So there you go. So she's and then Mac, your buddy, yes. um, your buddy, yes. Jay York, come on, Frank. He went. He went off. He was not pulling no punches, right? That was like it's like yes, this is the Mac I want to see. I don't want to see like bumbling Mac with his dumb old <laughs> dummy puppet hanging out. You know? Oh, I love the Mr. Marbles. Oh, like you know, I mean, the only time I ever laughed at that is when he put it next on uh, on Frisco's shoulder during the nurse. <laughs> about Mr. Marvels. But other than that, it's like, too often they play Mac as just like a buffoon. And so it was nice to see him like, yes, this is the, a Mac that I enjoy. Yeah. He can he can be a bumbling, but let, let's have him actually be, you know, sharp as a tack in the scene. Uh, he, I did love that he's like, it's your birthday. Like, that was so, like, random and just really piling on. <laughs> he, did not, he did not let up. I was going to say, he did not let up. Yeah. Like, no, girl. He could die. He could, this just was telling like it is. She's like, ah! She's like falling apart. Um, and I loved it. I thought, this is what Mac would do. Because, obviously, um, yes, there was a recast of Jordan. Uh, I think the other Jordan, I think Brianna Nicole Henry had COVID or something. Some, I don't know. What. Yeah, it was like over Thanksgiving. She tested positive, so she had to quarantine. Yeah, so they have... And, so they and have yeah. So they had this chick who wasn't bad. She was fine. So, yeah. yeah. She came in, she did fine. Um, yeah. It was just so little compared to Brianna. That was what was funny. My mom was like, is she my height? Like, so yeah, I was like, she's dainty, but like, I think it really worked in some of the scenes though. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, they had to turn around quick. So they did. Um, so they, so yeah, so is that okay? Oh, okay. So that's 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 that, that whole thing that's going on now. To me, they tried to ruin the character of Tracy Quartermain, Angelica Quartermain. Mm-hmm. I thought they tried to ruin it, and I thought this go round did not. She did not deserve it. JDLA should be pissed at them that they, they did this to her. So she's gone now. She had to run out. So she's get arrested. For turning Alexis, you know, falsely turning. I this storyline was just dumb. I mean, Monica coming back, it was good to see Leslie Charleston. You know, yeah, she looked great. By looked the great, way, I don't know what her and Jane were doing over the break. They look good. They're good, but I, the storyline was so unnecessary, right, Frank? Well, the weird thing too is that earlier this week we had oh, stupid Wiley showed up. As we had to see Willow and, and Michael agonizing. <laughs> Stupid Wiley. Gotta love Frank. It's like that kid's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's terrible. You can just see him just staring at his parents off camera, like, uh, can I move? anyway. So, I love it. I love it. I, the Michael leaves. He goes, "Oh, uh, oh, your uh, your 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 stuffed animals uh, ripped. Let me go get uh, Monica to sew it." So he does that, but then all of a sudden she shows up from like, oh, I was at this cardiology event. So like, what's going on with the timeline here, guys? I know. Uh, anyway, it was nice. There, to see there was a Sam line that was like that too. Like, I don't want to talk to you about this. I don't want to talk to you about this uh, to Frank. And it and then it was like, oh, I need to talk to you about this. But again, like I just assume crazy girl, except like you, Frank. There was another that scene too, and that's why I'll say some stuff seemed like it was shift around. Uh, or you know just kind of added last minute i was like that was one of those moments too where it's like oh yeah this seems like off like they were going one way and went another or like monica's just coming back uh now so for what i was hoping is that when at the beginning of was friday's episode when she tracy says well it was nice to at least have a one-sided conversation with luke 
but at least yeah. say that she's going to stick around there and try to repair everything. So I was like, all right, maybe we can give uh, a chance for this storyline to redeem uh, Tracy's time here and give Jane Elliott more to do. And then it just turned out to be like, no, nope, you got to get out of Dodge here, Tracy. Go now, go now, go now, yeah. go now. I was like, dang. Well, and again, I mean, Jane Elliott retired. It's nice that she will come back because we all love Tracy. And, and a lot of this to me was very classic Tracy. And I do know like her and Nancy Lee Grand are friends. So I think that they may have wanted to work together, but I, I do think that they could have done this a little better like than, than they did. But I didn't mind Tracy trying to get rid of Alexis for Ned and Olivia. I actually liked that part of it because that was who she was. And, and that was why it hurt so much, especially with Olivia. Cause she's like Tracy in her own Tracy Quartermain way was trying to help me. And I was throwing her under the bus. So I thought it added to the betrayal because I do love that we may get some bad lib because she is a fun character. I love Lisa. She has been the performer of the week for the past couple of weeks. Oh, she's good. She's good. Uh, go on, Frank. Tell her, Frank, what do you think? Mm-hmm. One scene, uh, one scene I am tired of, and I never, I just, please don't waste my time with these dumb scenes, is when somebody is in the emergency room, <laughs> you know, they're, they're critical and they need to be, uh, they're being tended to by doctors, nurses, whatever that whichever significant other or parental figure comes rushing in, the immediate go-to is, I gotta go in there! Like, no, 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 you don't. No, don't be dumb. This is stupid. I, those scenes drive me crazy. So when Liv shows up, uh, Olivia shows up, goes, I gotta go in there and say my Dante! Like, stop it. Stop it. Right. Oh. Doctor or nurse, stay out. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah, they do that all the time. Um, but she does kill her. She's working her scenes. You can tell they're like, oh, okay, yeah. You're up now, Lisa Cicero. You're up. So now they're giving her all this stuff. And Robert, now he's got some fun yeah. stuff. Robert and Matt and, um, and, and, and Ned, he, he did the right thing. He called Ned. Yeah. That was yes. what he would do. Yeah, I like he, that. He knew the whole story, though. So he doesn't know, he doesn't know anything. She was about to tell him what was going on. He didn't know the whole story. So it's kind of interesting that he was like, I'm doing the right thing. When he showed up, she was like, oh, I don't want you here. You're like, oh, he was like, I think you better go now. When they had the little talk, it was like going back and forth, like, more of this, please. I'll take more of this. Yeah. More yeah, I love all these characters. I love that that we get, you know, more of the quarter mains, and that includes Olivia. I like the family unit. And I do feel like her and Ned will patch things up because that's just kind of who she is and Ned too. Like whether we agree with what Ned did or not, and he stepped in it big time, like even Olivia knows this is not Ned's normal behavior. This is not who he is as a person. And I think they'll come and maybe it's when Brooklyn comes back or, or there's something to it. But I do like that we're getting a play with her with Robert too. And, and this is one of those that this uh, whole affair, you know, that wasn't really more of a one night stand has been written well, where you understand everybody's point of view and where they were. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Frank? I, um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, I mean, I will be curious. I mean, uh, Olivia's a little bit outside the, uh, the chapel <laughs> when she just lays into Alexis, just says, oh, that bitch, he's going to get what's coming to her. And I was like, all right. I believe she said, uh, that, that drunken slut, that murderous <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> She's pissed. She's like, okay. And, and I love Nancy Lee Grosman has been totally yeah. tuning out 
as the character on Twitter. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, yeah. I, 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 I'm loving all of that. I'm like, you go on Anthony Grodd. You work it out. Uh, yeah, it looks like they're having fun with this. And that's where I'll always say, just like, uh, uh, like with some of the other storylines going on, they may not be my favorite or that may not be what I would have chosen. But if everybody's having fun, it does come across and I can I can at least get behind that, like like Sunny storyline. I think Mo's having fun. I mean, like with with this with Olivia, we're finally getting some good material with Lisa again since Dante's death. I mean, Dante's oh. shooting, not our near death. Near death. And, she, and everybody, I agree, everybody, I agree with you guys. She is a great cry. Lisa is a great crier. She knows how to cry. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, you know, uh, right? oh, I, know, I was just saying for Alexis, I, I as I was bummed that the DWI storyline was going to be wrapped up so easily so that we, we had teased the prospect of Martin Gray being with her, being okay. her attorney. Uh, so at least I like now she's knows that she's got to reach back out to Martin Gray to help her with, with this defense instead. So at least we can still get that combination. Which I'm, I can't wait to say, yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited. About yeah, that. me too. Cause even, yeah, like their interaction with her and him and Valentine was just so fun. I mean, the strip club lunch, that whole group plays off each other well. And I even James Patrick Stewart ships uh, my Alexis, uh, Martin and Alexis. So maybe we'll have some fun time because it looks like we're going to have him for around for a while. Let's do it, please. But yeah. exactly also, I totally agree. And a, and a side note, if you're on TikTok, like I am at James Hot Jr., follow Kate Gron, Nancy Gron's daughter. Yeah. She has a song she wrote about Alexis Davis. It's a, her latest it's funny. Video. It's funny. I showed my brother we were laughing. It's really good. Um, and you got to And her mom's on there sometimes. Nancy Grant comes on like these weird little games. And Nancy Grant's hilarious. So just a little side note on that. So you know, if you're on TikTok, what the kids do. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm on old man on there trying to keep up. Um, and uh, okay. Um, One thing I will say while you're looking for that that was funny with Olivia was the scene with Michael. That was such a good scene and I really felt like they leaned into some of Chad's like better strengths with the kids and with her and, and, and that side of the family. But it was funny because did you guys notice when he was exiting, he straight up ran into that pew and we were laughing. I went back a few times. Like, <laughs> like oopsie. Yeah. That was well, all weird because I mean, she's, uh, that text gets sent uh, a lot sooner on that episode than he receives it. Uh, uh, so I'm like, why did it take so long for that text to get over to, to Michael? Because I was like, oh, I was expecting by the time we cut back to Carly Jacks, you know, uh, Valentina and Nina, that Michael would be gone already. But nope, he's still there just chatting away for a while. There's mm-hmm. bad Wi-Fi. I'd say I have to hump my router over here to send an email. <laughs> I, there's this like bad email. I'm like, it's in the same room as me. So I have to get my phone, get on top of straddle it, and I get it send an email out sometimes. That's how bad internet is. Come on, Frank. That's what happens. The phone, everything. It's 2021, people. Why don't we have like good internet and phone service? And maybe Michael didn't immediately check his phone then because he was dealing with other stuff. That could have been because like Avery trying to keep her away from all the dumb chatting and how like awkward that whole thing was. <laughs> well, I just know my mental Rolodex now forever will be James Lott humping his router. My, my router. <laughs> it's just for you, Frank. Yeah, that's not oh, what an Ethernet yeah. port is for. I got comedians on here. Um, but Frank, my whole night. Think of me. Yes. Being my my router. Okay. Just 
was like quite a picture. It is quite a picture, trust me. Um, I'm going to have to drink more of Pim's cup to get rid of this. <laughs> hey, please do. Please do, girl. Okay, so we'll get to we, we, I'm saving that whole other storyline for last because I just a big one over there. But I do want to mention also, you mentioned Sonny's bipolar. So they decided to go that route because people kept mentioning in the chat yeah. the last two weeks, but he's bipolar, but he's bipolar, but he's bipolar. They're finally addressing it. And you're right. I think they really are. He really is enjoying the storyline. Yeah, and, and that's what I like about it. I feel like he's stretching because it's probably fun to play someone else, like, you know, and not have all that sunny baggage. And he can kind of play with it a little more. And I like that the way that they were portraying the mania. And I, I think Phyllis and Lenny are great. Like, like, Lenny's funny to me. I'm like, oh, good. I like this guy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I feel like we're getting to a point where this has a purpose, why it's Phyllis. And I think it will tie into Nina and hopefully her revenge <laughs> on Carly. So, so hopefully things start playing out there. But, but I at least feel like he's enjoying it. He's stretching as an actor and it's something different. It's something out of that sunny Jason Carly realm. I agree with that. Frank, what do you think? Uh, as I was just saying there a second ago, I was like, I'm glad somebody's enjoying the storyline. <laughs> I know, Frank. Uh, I, there's a lot of haters out there. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not enjoying it. Uh, it's, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Sure. But, you know, for me, a little goes a long way. It's just like, yes, the idea of like, Somebody having amnesia, not realizing they have a, uh, a mental disorder, not taking their medication. Interesting, but man, they just kept on hammering the same kind of beats. Like, oh, gotta keep cleaning, gotta keep cleaning. I got a lot of ideas. I got a lot of ideas. It just went on too many beats. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. all right. I was, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Stop it. Move on. So, uh, you know, where the storyline's going, who knows, but it can't get there fast enough. <laughs> they're actually they're actually people bring us a good point why are they doing a fingerprint kit kit or a dna test or uh like uh put them on social media like why yeah. do any of that i guess i mean well at least with these people they are older so that wouldn't probably be their first thought and that's where i'll say that that it may be a generational thing if and like i think this is a small town where they're at so maybe they're not quite as up to date or thinking about that. But it is weird that it's like they didn't put him down as a missing person or try to like, and I guess because Sonny was de- you know declared missing, they didn't really put anything together. But maybe they'll come into, and I doubt it, but explain why. Yep, 
this is why we need to update these systems and uh, get more money in these small town sheriff's departments. <laughs> okay, so I mean, I, I, Michael Phoebe's on something that was kind of funny. I mean, I like the chemistry between the, the latches who plays Phyllis Caulfield and Sonny. There is a chemistry there. Yeah. Um, and when she said, when he said to me, I don't even know you or something like that. And she goes, that's the, that's the worst. Of all things you said to me, that's the, that hurts the most. And, that, and he, he took a beat. And then yeah. they, they took, he walked over slowly, got the pill. And it was like, I kind of like that. It was, it was, very, it was very interesting. They, yeah. have, they have a chemistry. There's, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know her name, but there's a chemistry there. Um, but like Michael B said, that's like one time she got all black mama. She got all Claire Huxville on her. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> we're not going to be doing this. Because we started running off and just like, just taking off. And she was pissed. She was pissed. He just took and off. There's something about Maurice Bernard when he plays against strong women actors. You know, uh, that uh, it does seem to bring out the best of them, you know, whether it's uh, yeah. or it's uh, Curtis's uh, Aunt Stella. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, that it does draw out some good stuff. So this just seems like, you know, just another person right there in that same kind of wheelhouse. I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's good with them. So again, he's like a, lo- he's like a lost golf retriever, someone says. Yes. Um, but I, but the storyline, you're right. I mean, I, I see what they're trying to do. It's a soap staple. You have a new identity. You go somewhere else. Yeah. Start your life. Then you come back. He's gonna come back eventually. We know that, right? And they mentioned back in Port Charles, we have to have a funeral. Yeah. I mean, didn't Carly come back when it switched to from Sarah to Tamara Braun at her own funeral? Yeah. But I feel like that's a little too soon. Uh, so I don't see them doing a redo with Sunny there because I think that that's probably going to happen early in February based on Lexi Ainsworth's tape date. I would yeah, assume sure. that's yeah, where they sure. put Christina. But it's one of those things that I feel like the real payoff and why they would make Phyllis the person to be there for Sunny is that this ties back to Nina and all that. But she's mentioned Nina. She's mentioned that. Yeah. And that's the reason why she feels bad about what happened. So, and that, and that's at least giving her a point of view and a motivation as sort of a side character. And that's what I like. At least they are pu- putting these things in a believable way and on her end. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it is interesting, but it also feels like Sunny and Nina are just separate enough that I, you know, the the. the cr- it, the connection between the two don't become readily apparent to me. So I will yeah. be curious to see how those two things kind of collide. Yeah, because so, I almost feel like Phyllis or maybe Nina will reach out to Phyllis to confirm what she hears. Like, yeah. Well, as soon as when they were talking to the Metro Court, I was like, all right, yeah. I was surprised Nina didn't say, let's get in the car, drive up to go yeah. to the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the second to you. <laughs> but I have to I have to mention one thing this week that just to me it's the I call it the unexciting moment of the week. Mm-hmm. Michael <laughs> unexciting Willow, moment. Unexciting. Michael and Willow <laughs> divorce. If oh. it could have been any more unexciting, I don't even know what else I could have done. I mean, it just it was just like sign the papers. Nobody cares. Just oh. do it. Yeah, I think it was Matt Hanby or somebody on Twitter that did the Michael Willow sex scene, but it was just two pieces of white bread humping. Um, I, I mean, I will say, like, I don't necessarily mind them together uh, because they sort of are my phone time when I'm watching. Or, I mean, I, I feel like Chase needs to be over here and Sasha needs to be over here and they can go along. So, like, who else would you pair them with? So, so I don't hate it. 
but yeah, I just don't know why we spend so much time with them having the same conversations. And that was just another one. And it's like, okay, you're all divorced, but you're still like going to live together. I mean, all this, I mean, that's what's so unappealing about Willow is that she just really doesn't seem to have any views of her own. She's too conflicted all the time. And it's like, oh, if you're with Chase in this scene, you're going to think about him. You want to be with him. If you're with Michael, you want to do that. And I'm like, that's just, are you, are you an adult? <laughs> I'm Frank. Yeah. Well, she's going to nursery school. She's signing up for nursing. Yeah. So she can hopefully I thought they dropped that. She can oh. somehow teach nursing, combine the two when <sighs> a nursing student. Well, it seems like you've got a lot on your plate. I can see why Chase likes you. I'm like you ambition. I, I mean, I don't mean to crap on anyone's uh, ambitions. I mean, nursing is and teaching can be noble professions. Uh, but like when you're like 25 and you're thinking about these things and you already kind of act like a little girl, it does seem like I'm going to be a superhero. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and without any, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> sorry, it's characters. I mean, so I feel like Will is going to go. I mean, nursing. Yeah. School is what at least a few years, so be four months. Yeah, on soaps. Yeah, she'll be she'll be yeah. in no time. You know, about a week and a half, and then she's already gonna be in rotation. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, okay. That's what I she'll be a nurse for no time. I mean, I, I, you know, yeah. Great. You know, I rather would have they just said to me, you know what? During this whole time that we're trying to figure out the Wiley thing, I've been going to nursing school. That yeah. would have been fine. I would have believed it because I haven't seen her doing it. They wouldn't have showed it anyway. And you could have just been, oh, now I'm ready to be a nurse. And she could just get into the rotation. That just is, ugh, this. I, I thought of you, though, Frank. I was like, she finally mm-hmm. went back to that nurse thing. She went back to it. Hooray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> so, so the big storyline this week, the other big storyline this week, began the week with some hijinks in here. <sighs> And some sex over here. This one over here. <laughs> so where should we begin, kids? Which side should we talk about? Let's see. I don't care about those two over there. Let's go to this storyline over here. <laughs> we saw Bobby. tried out Bobby. They tried her out. Yeah. And uh, Again, Jackie Z looking good. Yeah, like, they, yeah. yeah, they tried her out. They tried her out. I mean, and, yeah, Frank. It was fun for her to you know, be involved in that storyline. That made sense. You get a little update on the whole uh, you know, Cyrus's mom storyline. You know, uh, but... I mean, it was just like that stupid thing at Windermere. It was just, how long? <laughs> we mm-hmm. we got to swap the necklaces. Let me find the necklace, which I like how Bobby couldn't find it at all. Like she never went into the room. And didn't look in the playhouse. Like, yeah. There. And then when Carly gets it, just the agonizing, just like, I just got to look at it for a long time. Well, and maybe Bobby's like, I don't know what the hell she's talking about. I'm just going to look in here and to appease her and just be like, I didn't find it. To be fair, <laughs> that's probably what my mom would have done. Like, I'm just going to pretend to look for it. But really, I'm just screwing around looking at Nicholas's underwear drawer. Or <laughs> I mean, I'm just I, imagining. I, w- I wish they would acknowledge mm. Bobby's Castanine past. Like, she was married to <laughs> Stefan. Yeah, and they brought it up, but like barely. Yeah, barely. So I just wish you would. I wish you just would talk more about that. And I actually, I kind of heard Ava acting opposite each other. You never see Jackie Zeman and Maura West acting opposite. Yeah. Like, okay, they gave us some work to do. Okay, 
Against yeah, I liked that scene. I liked them together because she was like, look, I know my daughter's a pain. And you know, like, this was her trying to distract her, but she also probably she meant it. a lot of she it. Like, that. She meant that. Yeah. My daughter is a pain. And the, <laughs> and the way that Ava's been acting, it is nice to see her be the mature one for once. And and because she's in this good place, and she even mentioned it, like, if Franco can do it, why can't I? Why can't I be a better person and try this? And we're actually seeing her try. And like she said... Avery loves you guys. I'm not going to do that to her. She's putting her kid first. And, oh, boy, Nicholas. Nicholas standing up to Carly. Boy, those Cassadon men's and how they threw Carly under the bus this week. It was so hot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, they had no time for her ass. I thought it was so funny. (laughs) He was like, I'm telling right now. Like, he didn't even waste no time. He didn't talk for five hours. He went straight to the living room and was like, this bitch was in the room looking around with the, with the, you know. And Valentine too. Later on, we said, yeah. they, they, yeah. they were like, no, no, Carly. I think Carly, no. they were snitching and everything. They're like, I think Carly said this last time. They, they had no <laughs> Men were like, no, bitch, you're not getting away with this. Nope, nope. And Carly was so exasperated. She was like, oh, my yeah. God. Like, oh, let me have this, people. Let me have it. She's not used to all that pushback, so it was nice. It's like, yeah, Ava's not pushing back, but her husband and you know Valentine were all about it. It's like, no, uh, this is you, because yeah, Carly did take Spencer and with Jack, so like, like she did keep his son from him, and I like that he hasn't forgotten that, and he's just and two being Liz's friend and being on that other side, he's never been friends with her. <laughs> you know, at all. But she gets through his face. Well, you made your said your son was dad. Well, Yes, he did that too, but girl, you know. Yeah. Mm-mm. I love how Carly's a queen of whataboutism. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Same time. Like, like, whatever. Like, whatever. But on the other side of things, Jack's Nina, of course, finally, I guess, will he make love? Is it for the first time? I can't remember where he make love in a while. Oh, so, yeah. This will. This isn't new. Sadly. Okay. So they're setting it up, right? They're setting it up because the big reveal, they had to have, them have sex, of course, to be close, of course, and then all come crashing around them. Um, as we're about to see it happen. Meanwhile, Sasha. Now here's a, here's a weird thing for me. Even if you're going to do an interview or go camera ready, don't you look at everything you put on? You really put a, you put on a necklace on you. What do you kind of look at? It and go, oh, that's nice. I mean, I mean, I would like. I would look. At I think it. because it was so rushed, like after, and it was literally just before she went on. I at least understood. Yeah, she was in two. She wasn't thinking about that. She wasn't thinking about Nina. She may have glanced at the necklace, but it's like her world doesn't revolve around her. And that whole like reveal was just like, oh man, Jax, you have a type. I mean, Brenda, Carly, Nina, they all think the world revolves around them. And it was just so weird, but it was like, oh, finally, at least we're getting this out. But yeah, to think that Sasha would do that on purpose, like that's just crazy. I mean, and hopefully that's where we're going with Nina. Crazy. But yeah, because I thought I thought I thought the, the setup was actually really interesting. You know, she sees it on TV. Sasha's on GMA three, look cross motion. Yeah. Um, and Jackie's doing the interview. Jack, you know, Carly and I'm in the corner and, and over the corner, Jackson. It was kind of cool how it all kind of came together. It was a classic multi-person scene um and so many things were kind of converging at once and then you had avery still there with michael yeah not like i was like nicholas she i mean it was very it was kind of cool that like the kid told all this like i got it from avery it was at the cabin the cabin wait, wait, the cabin and everybody was just kind of like 
piece of it. And Val, he said Valentine was on top of it. He was just like, no, I, I heard talking about that over there about trying to hide the necklace. You know, she was like, like you know, nobody likes a tattletale, but he was tattletaling. <laughs> nobody likes a tattletale unless they look like that. And I'm like, okay, sure. Uh, yeah. And two, I, as much as I enjoy the character of Carly, especially with Laura and the role, it, it is one of those I love to watch her get it. And, and I feel like we're finally getting consequences for everybody who, who people were kind of hoping to see. And, and this is fun. Like, it was so hilarious that it was really Michael and Avery and even Jocelyn for giving Ava the necklace back. Her kids throwing her under the bus. And, like, unwittingly, right. Valentine was all in for it. He was like, <laughs> Like, yeah, Carly knows something about that. And, two, she... That was what I loved is Laura's faces the whole time. She was just like, oh, shit. Like, yes. I, I mean, it was done so well. And I love that Lucy got to be there and was just like, no. Like, <laughs> Lucy and Valentine had no time for Carly. I wrote down, when Jax finally gave in, <laughs> Carly's face was like, excuse my language, fuck you, Jax. That was Because <laughs> she tried to she tried to lie. And Carly's good. Last minute, she was like, yeah, last night we just found, like, and he's like, he's like, bitch, stop, stop, stop. He's like, eh, can't do it anymore. Um, I got to tell the truth. And Carly was like, you, you mf'er. I sat holding this. You about to just give it all out? I mean, her face was so. It was like, so good. It was good. It was good. But I, but I felt like I felt I felt I thought about Frank Austin thinking like, finally it comes out. Like finally, just just, just get the shit out. Just get it out there. Just like just have it. Just let it be there. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, for when it also it was confused me. It was like Avery. Made, they made this big point about Avery wanting to give this to Sasha oh, for her good luck charm. She needs this, and then it, to get onto Sasha's neck without having like any concept of how it got there it was like what? Yeah, so, that was the only weird thing. They should have shown Avery giving it to her because that would have been like oh so sweet. But I guess they didn't want Sasha to realize what it was. And right. then sort of back out since they sort of were like, she was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That is that. I didn't look yeah. at it, but. Which I'm glad, because uh, they started to start dump on Sasha. And I go, is Cardi going to let Sasha take the fall? So I thought at first. Oh, yeah. And then, but then she was like, no, no, no. And that's what Valentine was like, oh, no, no, no. It was, that was so, you know, that's all. Yeah. So I, th- I thought I loved that, that Sasha was able to, like, she's like, I got to go now. Bye. And then she was like, she got out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like, she was. Just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm not dealing with this. Like, I don't know what it is about <laughs> no. Carly and Nina that think they could just expect a a live television hit just to stop. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because they're like, oh, I'm just going to walk into this live television hit. Also, the fact that nobody, like, come on, as a producer, you wouldn't put a live hit right next to an elevator. And if you're no. going to, then you would make sure the elevator wasn't stopping at this floor for yeah. 10 minutes it's not that hard to do that like but but i get it it was for the dramatic effect but i like that even valentine because he's there because it's his company and all that it's like no 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 not now like because carly and nina both were did not care it's a live interview they did not care that it's their company and all this they were just like fuck you guys it is all about me and it's hard when it's two of you that are that bad it's <laughs> a wardrobe malfunction oh she looks great lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. She's yeah. like, nope. No. Nope. Probably tried. She tried. Yeah. But, but that's not going to work. <laughs> wardrobe mask. Hey. The dramatic heartbeat of the, the necklace. Ba-bum, ba-bum, ba-bum. Like, all right. No. Great. I kind of liked it. That's kinda, that part I kind of liked. That's like, it was so cheesy. I kind of liked it. Yeah, like, I will yeah. say the heartbeat thing I enjoyed too. It was like, I because it was cheesy and it's just like, oh, thank God, we are finally putting this. That's what I thought. Like I'm like, really like, our hearts are coming together. Thank you, Jesus. I was so Jesus. I was like, this story is finally got movement. It's finally got I, movement, I, Frank. Honestly thought it was going to be the switched piece and it wasn't going to yeah. fit. Because yeah. they're going to take it out even further. So thank I am... Very happy that it turned out to be the real deal. Me too, because like the looks on Carly's faces, it 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 was too much. Like like it was fun. I enjoyed it. And and to the people who think, why would this be on GMA three? You've never watched GMA three. They interview people like in real life that are less than the deception, yeah. you know, face of that maybe talked about. Like that's at least supposed to be a big company. This is a story. I see them interviewing people like of all things and stuff kind of like this, where it is like a one-on-one somewhere else and they put it in the show. So I at least give them kudos for picking the one that's right before that is sort of more regular people. I mean, they're not getting Brad Pitt or Jennifer Aniston. So, so I at least liked that it was somewhat believable. So comparatively, I mean, certainly Nina has always put Jax on a pedestal and, and is the <laughs> anti-Valentine. He hasn't lied to me, but now we're going to find out, yeah, of course, yeah, Jax has lied to her. But what does Jack, how does Jax's lie stack up to what Valentine did to Nina? I don't think it is as bad and as repeated as Valentine. Yeah, well, how do I say this? It's hard to feel bad for Nina when these men lie to her. And I'm not saying that they're right just because I may really like one of them. But it's one of those things that they lie to you because you're fragile. Jax doesn't do that to Carly. And this is where I really hope that Nina understands that, you know, Valentine did a lot for her and he really did love her. But their relationship is toxic, too. Because, again, he saw her as this fragile bird, just as Franco. I mean, Heather Weber even pointed that out. But, you know, when Elizabeth is the one that Franco can be real with and all that, and Nina should look at this as herself. Because, again, these guys lying to her is not good. But this is a pattern, honey. And and you really need to take stock of it, especially now that you've realized you had this daughter and, and you know, maybe Nell is alive or maybe not. It's kind of irrelevant. It's like her life has been so wrapped up in being a victim and everybody sees her that way. I do hope we go another direction with her. And yes, I don't think that what Jax did was necessarily as prevalent as Valentine, but this was like lying about knowing this was her kid face. I mean, for sure. And that's where it's like, as far as the Sasha and Nell thing goes, those are pretty equal. Just that wasn't the first time Valentine lied. Yeah. Really, really, yeah, really, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. No, no, I can't, I can't argue with it no. at all. And, it, and it, I mean, I again, Jacks for buckling at her Carly's bizarre yeah. rationalization of why Nina could not know the truth it was like, well, I don't even understand that. No matter what you say to me, I can't find like why that was even an acceptable action. Yeah, and even when he was getting Carly to lie about what happened with Nell, too. I mean, the whole thing has been played like pretty. I will say I like that Jax has been more Jax-like, and I like that he's just going to go ahead and come clean instead of continuing. But it was like he wasn't portrayed very well in the beginning, and I think that once 
once he realized he was similar to Valentina. I hope we have that beat because it's like both you and Valentina lied to protect. In that sense, we're good, but you should really look if you don't respect someone enough to tell them. Oh, like in Valentine's case, he wanted to give her a daughter, which actually wanted to give her hope uh, that Mel wasn't her daughter, I guess, because that's, you know, not really a fate most people want to realize. But um, it, it was so odd how they played it and that Valentine isn't the ultimate vic- uh, villain in here. And Nina really needs some new direction. So I hope that if we are keeping her around, this is a way of doing it because she needs to sort of shed a lot of this. You were saying a chat room, but Noah Krisha, he did, he did lie. Jax did lie, lie to women many times over the years. Oh yeah. Probably for the same. I mean, I'm like, Hey, like, uh, I'm not the biggest Jax fan. So yeah, I was like, I don't even remember, but yeah, he probably did. But yeah. I will say, I was like, <laughs> I mean, yep. You know what? You're probably right. I, like, I, I, I don't uh, remember. All right. So we, we don't, you know, okay. Uh, Jack. Yeah. Um, but I, but I think I the character of Jack to me. I don't know. I've said this the last couple weeks. Or I'm just like he's just not needed right now. Or either write him better or write him out. I think at this point he just to me he's just so um, him and Nina have no chemistry to me. I don't see uh. chemistry whatsoever. Yeah, I I love Cynthia Watros and yeah. this she had chemistry with James Patrick Stewart. It was a little different than Michelle, but I just never felt it with Jax, and I really don't want to see her and Jax continue or her and Valentine get back together. So that's why I kind of hope that maybe she will be connected in this Sunny storyline and maybe they hook up. Maybe she goes full on cuckoo and, and she hooks up with Sunny. That's something I'm interested in seeing. Like, uh, She took my daughter. I'll take yeah. her, man. I hope she says that exactly. She took a baby. So she yeah. out, of, out of Ava and took her baby. So I'm like, you know, that's oh, yeah. Why not? Why not? Shit, I'm like, I'm, I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Jax has never needed it. Uh, Jax was good 20 years ago, that triangle. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and Amaya Baker said that Jax did lie to Carly about Jerry when they were married, and he lied about him being responsible for uh, Michael getting shot. So I'm like, yeah. So he has lied to Carly, and at least it's good to know those two beats. Yeah. So do we think Nell's alive? I mean, I, just, I hate even asking this question, but everybody's talking about it. Or is it that Nell really isn't the daughter, it's Willow? Maybe you can say that it's Willow now. I hope not. Like, why, why change it again? And to me, like, so Nell is dead, or you know what, hopefully I, 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 we see Nell again. But it's one of those that I don't see the point in making it Willow. They, they're they not even really sharing scenes anymore. There would be no push and pull with Wiley. Like, where does that story go now that they've mended fences and now that Willow is Wiley's adoptive mother? Like, it makes more sense to keep it now for drama's sake, but right. they haven't always gone the drama route this time. No, the thing is, if it's Nell, then that's her grandson. And it's just start feeling like, well, I didn't have her saying anything because you kept my daughter. So, I mean, I can, see, I can see some drama out of that. I mean. Yeah, but it seemed like there was zero mystery, I guess, about Nell. I mean, we never saw the body, although they did say they retrieved the body. They did the, they went to the, identified it and all that stuff. So, you know, it, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I, you know, of course, you don't show the body, even if it's been right. identified, just so you have options to write your way out of it. But right. it seemed like, okay. 
there, there was little ambiguity that they, they made it seem without ever showing a body that Nell was just done for. So I'm curious why, you know, why even do that? Why not just have her be missing? Nell comes back as Nancy and steals Wiley against that's why says Nancy. <laughs> Everybody, people want Willow to be Erica Kane's granddaughter. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Erica. Like, no. Like, I've been seeing that in chat room all day. I don't, I don't understand what the what that's about, but I see it in the chat room, so I'm just saying out loud. I don't know. Why are we so like? Yeah, it's like why are we forcing Willow to be somebody's kid? Like, I'm just not interested in that. We've met her mother. I like the actress. I like the character. Harmony. People don't have to all be related. Like, it would be way more interesting if Sasha was related to somebody we care about. Sorry, guys. In the Willow Sasha, like you know, debate, I still pick Sasha. I think Caitlin is a great actress, but the Willow yeah. characters just never really set well with me. And they finally quit putting her on so much, which was nice, but it's still just like, I, I don't really care. But again, I know she has her fans. She does. I'm a Sasha <laughs> fan. I'm a Sasha fan myself. Yeah. yeah. Just, beautiful. just again, we got to give them good storylines. We keep them around, not just these, these, these weird things they throw them in there. I mean, at least like I said, Sasha told her story. Okay, that's great. I guess it's part of her redemption, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't, again, I don't yeah. know. I mean, as much as I enjoy Sasha, I mean, it also feels like she's just been uh, used, to, used to move other people's storyline. So it's like she does this interview, but it's not really necessarily for her. It's more so we can get this set piece set up so that Nina can go crazy and Carly can melt down and everything's revealed about Nina's supposed Nina's daughter. So like, all right, but you know, Sasha's just gonna go. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we'll see her Randall soon. Let's let's hope. Yeah, that's me. I was like, I would rather see. I mean, it's great that Sasha is one of those characters that can be on the sidelines or be in center of something and really drive a story, and and that's always a good person to have around. But let's see her drive her own story. Let let's get more into like her background because I don't know, since we've had a lot of that with Willow. We haven't had that with Sasha. So let's give her a chance. Yeah. Oh, the other storyline. I <laughs> please stop. And I don't care. I don't care. Is uh, when Finn and uh, Jackie like you mean you never tested? You never tested <laughs> to find out Chase's. You know my my son. Or uh, I'm like, oh, I need to know, and I'm just like, no, you don't need to know. We don't need to know. Just, just like, move on, Finn. No, Frank, he wants to know. That's his child. What do you want to know, oh. your child? What do you want to know? That's your brother, your son. It's kind of weird because had they set this up earlier, then maybe it would have been uh, more interesting for people. And I really like all of the actors involved. But yeah, I'm with you guys. I really don't care if he's his son or his, he's his brother. I like the relationship as it is. I know. Yes. And I like their hot dad, too. If this had been a storyline that it really yeah. perked up as soon as Chase came on campus, yeah, would be interesting. But it's been so many years. And it's like, why? Why are we doing this now? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because to me, it's like there's so much between Anna and Finn that could break them up and, and they've drug out this wedding. But one thing I will say, may, the one saving grace to them dragging this out may be, is it because Hayden's coming back? And that may be why they're kind of shuffling some of this, bringing this up, but maybe they decided to go another direction. Because I'm feeling that a lot with things these days, that they were like headed one way and then they just did a 180. 
Yeah, so mentioned earlier, which I agree, some of the cuts were weird, actual, actual technical stuff, yeah. the cuts were really, really weird and just like, oh, and jarring. And uh, I saw our buddy Fado Xavier did a couple of episodes, but directed a couple of episodes, and those were always good. But they have some new directors, and I know they have some female directors, I noticed in there too, that are doing it. So, yeah. So, I mean, they're maybe, I think, you know, the angles, we told this before, the angles, the handheld parts, but I think they're, they're trying to phrase anatomy it or something, or ER it or something. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, to, you know, trying to do something. I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess I can't fault them for trying, right? I guess. Show those shots of uh, needles. Got to show those needle shots. Hey, it's like, okay, yeah, this, this, this once again. Hi, audience. We're going to use these needles in a second. Hi, audience. We're going to use these needles in a second. Hi, audience. Here's the, I mean, it literally was like, I get it. In yeah. about a few moments, something's going to happen. Just missed like um, a red arrow just pointing to it. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> it's like, use this. <laughs> oh my this God. will be important important well you guys that is our hour of gh um folks um and i want to thank you guys personally that this is our number one show of my network it gets the most views the most downloads on any other show that i do every week so i guess you like us you really like us what's going on there um and we're here for you to be shaped as always on sunday nights in the afternoons um and um and we just we're always got to i love doing a show with them whatever combination all three of one the other whatever I like the combination. I like doing this with them. So, you know, it's, it's, been, it's been great. So thank you so much for all the, the likes and stuff. And please subscribe to the channel while you're here. 35 folks in the chat room. Hello, you guys. We love that are watching. Thank you. Um, uh, Frank Moran. We'll be, oh. next week. we'll be here next week. Oh, sorry. Right? Nope. So nope. 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 Next week. Nope. No next week, folks. I'm going to tell no you guys. Next week. It's Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Listen to Frank. It's yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. I am cutting the soap block at 2 o'clock. So we're going to do... Bold and Beautiful and YNR and Forever in a Day, and that's it. No GH. I'm, I'm, I'm only doing three shows that day. That's it. I'm going to start drinking and eating and barbecuing at three, watching Super Bowl. So that's what I'm going to be doing. That's what I do every year. I've had a long year in quarantine. I'm going to do something. So sorry, you guys, but next week we'll not be back. We'll be back the following week. We'll be back the following week, and we'll talk about both weeks. Already. We'll talk about everything that's going on. Um, so, and I heard it's going to be a nice full week, hopefully, of soaps this week, episodes. We'll find out. We'll talk uh, about it next week. Hopefully. Frank Moran, I'm going to kill you. So, no, we're not here. To, Frank will be here next week talking about the soaps. I'll be eating and drinking. And yes, Carla Renata just went live for her Curry Critics. So, yes, go over there and say hi to Carla for us. <laughs> Left us, but she, she's, she's always welcome back. Like I always say, she's always welcome back when she wants to come back, of course. Everything and tomorrow, forever in a day begins season two. Lucretia's on the series season two, forever and a day. Our soap audio soap opera is tomorrow. Back tomorrow, uh, Frank Moran will be on a so one of my one of my shows. Also, I already picked the show. I'm gonna be getting up the notices of that. So stay tuned for that. Also, it's gonna play a character. Uh, but forever in a day tomorrow, where all podcasts are out there. So just go to any platform. Forever and a day. And I started the Dallas after show. So if you like <laughs> Dallas, I'm talking about it. The first episode I talked about was the dream season. I talked about how it changed that show and Knott's Landing. So go ahead and check that out. It's out wherever there are new episodes on Friday. So next Friday, I'm talking about Bobby, Pam, and Jenna. So I'm talking about that storyline. Um, but Dallas doing that. I might do a Dynasty one. So we'll see what's going on. But Dallas will be out on Friday. Everyone, please. <laughs> Frank Moran, where can they find your shiny, beautiful ass? Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> find, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. 
And Lucretia Lyon, do your thing. Since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. You also have your Believe in Soap Operas too, right? Yes, yeah, I do a Soap Opera podcast as well and we will be doing a video component just like this. We'll be Mondays live at 6 p.m. Eastern. So so enjoy that. We'll talk about uh, a little bit more of all the soaps and I delve into the psychology of fandom and all sorts of crazy stuff. Wow, I'll, 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 we'll talk to you after this. Yeah. Right, um, and of course, you can follow me. We're all James Lodge Jr. sold at James Lodge Jr. and all social media platforms. Um, I want to say rest in peace to Cicely Tyson, somebody who was, I mean, just amazing, amazing actress um, that was on a soap back in the day. She was on Another World back in the 60s uh, and was the first Black actress to have a contract on a soap. Um, but she did much more than that, of course, and just want to give a shout out to her and her family and anyone, and all her fans around the world who love her. She's 96 years old, so she lived some life. Yeah, she lived, she lived plenty of life. Um, but thank you, everybody, for watching us, and we'll see you in two, listen to Frank, we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> in what? two weeks, the 14th. We'll see you on Valentine's, oh, Valentine's Day. Oh, I want a Valentine's Day. Maybe I'll have my mug. <laughs> I know, I know from John Oswald. Okay, I'm James here. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.